How y'all doing? Q's views. You know how we do. Um, Q here giving you all the views, guys. Um, how y'all doing? Um, life's good, man. Life's good. Life's good. Life's good. Life's good. And I feel like if you want, if life's not good and you want life to be good, you gotta say that life's good, you know? I'm not saying that my life isn't actually good and that I'm just saying it so life does become good. But like, real talk, you know? Sometimes, like, power of positive thinking is powerful, man. It's powerful, you know? So, like, just try to feel good, and maybe you'll feel good. Um, and my one good thing for this week is Wildin' Out, man. I was watching Wildin' Out earlier tonight for the first time in a long time. And what an amazing show it is, man. It's so much fun, you know what I'm saying? They're having so much fun up there. And it's, it's funny, you know, it's the energy, it's the vibe, it's the culture, it's all of it, man. All of it. Wildin' Out is a classic for show. Um, Gotta show love a while now. I don't know why I haven't watched it in so long. I just never watching cable TV like that. And then today I got home and I cut cut the TV on. I cut my game on and it just happened to be on like my little TV app, you know. And so and then it went straight to Wild and Out. I was like, that's a vibe. That's a vibe. Started and it it almost distracted me from getting some work done. Eh, not really, but like. Because I didn't really have much work, but I was checking to see if I had work. It almost distracted me from that. But, you know, we love Wild Now, man. Gotta love Wild Now. Gotta love it. It's a beautiful thing. Um, oof. I'm gonna start off a little light this week. Um, attendance awards, man. For kids, specifically, you know. Like, before middle school, I think. Like, why, do, why are kids getting attendance awards at this point, you know? Cause like, even if they're if they're late, right? If they're absent and shit, that's not really their fault, you know? That is quite literally their parents' fault, you know? And even the ones that are on time every day, that are there every day, that is also the parents' fault. The parents get them there every day. The parents probably take them home, you know? Like, the parents are providing or setting up their transportation, most likely, you know, up until probably, like, sixth grade for most, I would think, would be about the time that, like, the kids start taking over their own transportation, you know, but, like, I don't know, but still, I feel like either way, the reward is not for the children nor should it be for the children you know cause like it's not really they have nothing to do with it really you know now now it's not much on them uh, after middle school you know obviously attendance is more reliable or more so relied on the child to you know get there or an indoor student to get there and uh do what they gotta do you know on time and every day but it's not always like that it is not always like that. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, you know what doesn't sit right with me, man? You know what does not sit right with me at all? Eh, it just like uh, it just makes me a little uncomfortable. I'll be honest. Um, like white girls that use like bronzer or tanner. I don't know why. I just like mm, I don't know. I don't like it personally. I don't think it looks good. Like just be whatever shades you are. You know what I'm saying? If you pale, be pale. There's nothing wrong with that. They used to think that that was, like, the optimal point of, like, beauty for, like, women, you know? Like, 
the fairest of them all. That literally meant the palest. They fucked with Snow White because she was pale. I'm pretty sure that was Snow White. I'm pretty sure it was Snow White. Like, just be you, man. Why are you? And if you go tan, you know, go out in the sun and actually tan, you know, safely. You know, use some sunscreen. Um, don't be out on those orange days, I guess. You know, I see those billboards while driving. Um, air pollution level orange. Outside unhealthy, which is just a statement that I agree with at all times. I think outside is very unhealthy. I don't go there often. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know what it is. Like, just like, like, I don't know, man. Just the white girl that's like over like 10. It's weird, dog. And like just like the fact that you buy products just to be darker, that's weird. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, even like hearing me say that has to be like, oh, okay, that kind of does sound weird, right? Like, you're trying to be darker. Why? I wonder when that changed. Like, I wonder when it went from like, from like, you know, you want the fairest of them all, or, you know, you want that fair skinned lady to, um, Let's buy some bronzer. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a little darker over here. Um, if I had to bet, though, I'd probably say it's probably around like 70s, 80s. If I had to take a if I had to take a guess, it's probably around that time. And that's probably when you know, like you start to see like an influx of uh maybe not an influx, but um more interracial I'm not gonna say relationships, but fucking. Like more interracial fucking happening, you know, just casually. I bet that's what it was. And so, like, anyway, I'm not even going to go into that too much because I don't know that that's true. But if I had to bet a little piece of change on it, that would be my bet. That would be my bet without a doubt. But um, on to my next topic. Um, fuck, I guess, I guess we're just going to get into it. Um came across this quote um i don't remember who it was by and i really am really upset i didn't write down who said it but um the quote says nowhere in history does it show people deliver from bondage by patience alone i think that's very relevant right because you know when we see protests and shit and when the protest does go south, which usually isn't the fault of the people who planned the protest or the initial protesters, you know, it's people who are coming in and have no, like, don't really care about the cops, but are coming in to cause chaos. You know, typically those people, not the ones actually protesting. So let me preface this by saying that. But even, even if. Even if a protest does get violent or get unruly or turn into looting and all that, bro, honestly, I don't care. I'm not against that at all. And I think it was like, oh, those people didn't do anything. Okay, the person, whatever black person got shot by a cop today didn't do anything either. Right? Like, and oh no, a business loses a couple thousand dollars. As long as it's not like struggling business like a local business which most of the time I feel like it happens in places where you're gonna get a lot of chains you know 
a lot of chain restaurants, a lot of chain stores, a lot of chain grocery stores or supermarkets and shit like that. Like your targets and and shit. You know? And so I feel like they they can lose a couple bucks to really get our point across, right? Because that's all it is to them. It's a couple bucks. And I don't know. I just don't think monetary loss equates to the loss of a human being. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the price tag is I want to put on a human life. Or a black life, I guess. I don't know what the price tag is you want to put on a black life. But, because that's what you're doing. If we're being honest, it's exactly what you're doing. You're putting a price tag on black people's lives. And you're saying that it's not worth that much. You're saying it's not worth the damage. Or it's not worth the trouble. It's not worth the traffic it may cause. It's not worth the inconvenience of your day. It's not worth having to, you not being able to watch your sports talk show because instead of talking about sports, they're talking about our reality. And you're saying it's not worth... You're saying we're not even worth that. And, and it, it really is just mind-boggling to me that people have trouble with these things getting violent, right? When, when like... When what like, like he said, like nowhere in history does it show that people are delivered from bondage by patience alone, and like we have been very patient, and so it's time to get on to some other shit. Personally, that's how I feel, you know. But and, and like when they say all this, and a lot of these people are like very pro USA. I'm not, not be honest. I don't fucking like this place. I don't like the way it's ran. Um, I don't like a lot of the people here. I don't like y'all. I'm going to be real. I don't fucking like y'all. But, you know, that's where I was born and raised. So, you know, it's kind of where I'm from. And I identify with it to a certain extent, obviously. You know? But, um... I don't know, man. That's just how I feel sometimes. Like, sometimes I feel like we need to get violent for before shit gets better. Like, shit's gonna get worse before it gets better. Um, and like, it's, it's, it's really contradictory and it's, it's, um, it's, 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 what's the word? Hypocritical. It's hypocritical because like, they attacked some tea and y'all went to war. And y'all say, you know what? Fuck this. Like, we're done with y'all. They being Britain and, you know, going to war being the U.S. or what eventually became the U.S., right? Like over taxes, right? Which was crazy because, like, oh, losing money is worth going to war for, but not, 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 not black lives. Cause that's, that's what it sounds like. That's what you're showing me. Um, you know, and then even the, the South felt like they might at some point get their slaves taken away from them, and they went to war. Like, no, no, no one has started taking away slaves from the South. They felt like their ability to own slaves was threatened and they went to war. And obviously the North won, so we look at that very... So we have that viewpoint of it. Most people, um, other people will still fly their letter of fact and try to tell you that it wasn't about about slavery, that it was about states' rights. I would tell you to go to a sixth grade history class because literally it was... Lincoln was like... Alright, we're not gonna allow any more slave states. And they was like, What? Like we cannot Lincoln said we're not gonna add any more 
slave states. And the South went, fuck that, I'm out, right? Because they felt like that was the pathway to them losing their slaves. And they, they went to war. They went to war. And let, let me remind you, let me remind you, for those of you who may not know, um, World War I started over the death of one man. One man sparked a war on a whole continent that then that then um, spread throughout the world. Literally. One man. Um, Archduke Ferdinand, I do believe. And that sparked an entire world war. But when black people die, it's not worth protesting in the streets or some damage to businesses. That, that That's... Come on now. Come on now. That's... You, you see, y- y- y'all see this, right? Y- y- I'm not crazy, right? I'm not, like, I'm not the only one who thinks that that's absurd. I'm the only one who thinks that, that literally you're saying that black lives don't matter. But, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. A lot more violent things have been done for a lot less. And it was justified. Or viewed as justifiable. Or whatever, how you want to like, you know, and but when we, black people, try and fight for our justice, then it's unruly, it's ridiculous, and all this other stuff, you know. I think next week I'm gonna talk a little bit about the the malice at the palace because that documentary is out on Netflix, and if you go watch it, go watch it, go watch it, go watch it for sure. Because I didn't plan to talk about, I could, I mean, I'm not gonna get into it this week, but that next week for sure, the malice at the palace. Amazing, and this is another example, but we'll get into that some other time. And even, even like America, you know, like got involved in World War One because of the Zimmerman Telegraph. You know, obviously they were going to. They were somebody was sending a communication to Mexico about invading the U.S. from the below, from Texas, and the U.S. called wind of it. And they was like, fuck it, we going in, right? They ain't even did shit yet. You know what I'm saying? Somebody was like, bro, I might fucking not like this motherfucker. You know, I might fight. I might want to fight this individual. And then they was like, and then somebody heard that and was like, bitch, come at me right now. You know? Which was uh, a bit unreasonable, you know? Someone's thinking about hurting you and you say, fuck it. I'm about to beat your ass. You know, that's kind of what happened. To oversimplify things quite a lot, to be honest, but but y'all, y'all you get the idea though, right? Y'all, you get you get it. Y'all get what I'm saying. Mm, I'll take a little break on that though. Um, my artist of the week this week, Schoolboy Q, man. Schoolboy Q. I've always felt with Schoolboy Q. You know, since that's the first time I heard his music. What was that song? Man of the year, boy. Man of the year. Came in my sophomore year of high school, man. Had my beats. That was one of the ones. That was one of them joints. You put on the beats. You turn it all the way up. You walk down the hall. You feel like the man. You feel like the man of the year, for real. Like, man, man of the year had me feeling so good, even to this day. Man of the year will turn me up. Like, it's just such a good song, man. Such a feel-good song, too. You know? That's why we love school books. You know, I always kind of felt like... I can relate. Like, like, if I was a rapper, my name would have been Schoolboy Q, you know? But he kind of took that away from me. Which is okay. It's okay. It's okay. 
you know, because, like, I am Q, and I be in school, you know. I'm in college. I be doing that shit. Which kind of makes me wonder why Q, what Q got that name, because I don't think he, he, you know, I don't think he did go to college or any of that, you know. Maybe he was smart when he was in high school. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. He bangs heavy. Did he go to high school? How much high school did he go to? I don't know, man. I think these are all legitimate questions. And I want to know where the name came from. But anyway, like, yeah, man. And then Schoolboy Q also has one of my one of my favorite verses of all time. And uh, that part, remix, that last verse at the end, bro. That's one of my favorite verses of all time. And, you know, he kind of calls out. I mean, he calls out a specific situation, but he calls out everyone who kind of just is a bystander, you know, like to watch cops do what they do to us black people and don't actually do anything, you know. Because um, I think the specific one he commented on was the Alton Sterling situation, right? And he said, what do you say? Um, two cowards in the car. You're just there to film saying Black Lives Matter. You should have died with him. Wrong, wrong nigga in your hood. You gonna ride with? You gonna ride on him? White nigga with a badge. You gonna let that slide? Tell me how you sent the footage off and slept that night. I feel bad that my daughter gotta live this life. It's just ugh, like I feel that you know, and it's it's harsh. It is harsh. Straight up, it's harsh. But like I don't know. Like me personally, like I just think like if I was my brother, I would have died that night too, right? Like if my brother was. On the ground or something like like the police that just killed my brother for no fucking reason right in front of me, I would have died that night too. I'm gonna be real with you. Like I'm not like it's they killed both of us. They gonna have to. Cause I I'm I'm, I'm not gonna be in any way, shape or form reasonable, consolable, or um it's gonna be fight mode. Like it's it's gonna be go. And I, that's that's it. That's all it's gonna be. Just, I'm gonna be mad, and I'm, I'm gonna take it out on somebody, or I'm gonna die trying. And that's just where I'm at on it, you know. So like, it couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me, you know. But I, I love that song. Love that line on his last album, Crash Talk. It's a really underrated album. I feel. I feel like you know. I love that. Love that album. That's a great album. Um, still keep it in rotation to this day. So yeah, man. Shout out to Schoolboy Q. Underrated, um, undervalued, underappreciated, as us Qs are, you know. But it's okay, you know. I take the time to to appreciate him because because he deserves it. Um, all right, last thing I'm gonna talk about real quick. Mm, a little bit more about the U.S. Um, the U.S. involvement in other countries' affairs. It's always been something that I've kind of on the fence about personally. Because, like, like, you know, on one hand, like, I get that, like, when you live in these companies or in these countries, when you live in these countries, there are times that the U.S. can really help. Like, they can really get, like, offer a lot of help to some places, you know? Like, we have the resources to do that. But, like, as a black man in America, it'd be nice if I got some help my damn self, you know? As a, as one of the millions or billions of students in America who have hella debt, right? It'd be nice to get some help, some help there. That'd be nice. Um, and it's kind of a slap in the face, like, 
like not even kind of like it, it's it's quite a bit of a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't get resources in our communities. Like we can't get fucking potholes fixed and shit. Like, but you seem to work on the same fucking street twenty fucking times. Why are they still doing construction on Granbury? They were done, and now they're going back in. I don't fucking get it. Anyway, but you know, and like. It's like, it can, it's just, it can be a bit of a slap in the face, you know, when you are living in this country. And like, there are things you see that could be fixed that need attention. But then you see the country is going out. The country is going other places and giving us other places, attention and resources that, 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 that you know, it'd be nice to see in our own communities. You know, and then there's the fact that in all likelihood, they're not helping out the countries out of the goodness of their hearts, you know, they're not helping out to be helpful. They're helping because they, they want something in return. Like they want, they want that place's oil or they want, they want their allegiance when it comes to something else, you know, you know, like they want them to be on their side in the future if need be, or they want, um, they want a stake or a hand in setting up their government because they want them to be democratic. And I put that in air quotes. Like, like we are, you know? Because I do believe we're actually a republic, if I remember that correctly. Because we don't vote directly for our leader or laws or shit like that. We vote for people who vote for it, which is a republic. But you get what I'm saying, you know? And so, like, typically, the U.S. will only help, you know, when there is, like, turmoil in a country to help the people who trying to set up a government more like ours because you know we believe that ours is the best and might wakes right or white makes right and shit like that and so they it's typically not necessarily helping the country do what's best for but what the u.s thinks is best for you know and you know not other countries other countries don't always consent to the u.s coming in either you know like sometimes they just bombard their way in and no one fucking asked you you know, and so I think that also has to be, you know, has to be considered. And then there's always like a linger afterwards. I feel like you know, like they don't just help. All right, y'all good? Y'all need anything else? No. All right, good. Y'all straight? All right, I'm gonna head out then. Nah, bro, they linger around a little bit. Wanna. Want to really, you know what I'm saying? Get their feet in the soil and get their get their hands on the root, you know, of whatever you're going to be coming out of whatever turmoil that you were in, and they want to have a lot of influence on it, you know, instead of just just helping out of the, out of the goodness of your heart. And um, and the thing that really like I don't know who's like. When I was younger, I definitely just, I was just like, bro, just stay out of it. Like, if it's other countries going through shit, stay out of it. Like, focus on the shit we need to focus on here. Because there's a lot of shit we need to focus on here. Hate to break it to you if you didn't know it. But yeah, there is. But um, after having conversations with um students who were coming from overseas, you know, and like, they're very passionate about it. They're like, nah, like, we need help. And the U.S. can't help, you know. And I know people who, who, who have said things like that to me, you know, 
and it brings a different perspective because you you realize that other those other like we can help other countries, you know, and, and like we have the resources, we really do, and it's not like we don't have the resources to help other countries and to help ourselves, but we don't have the focus, like really, especially at like a mass consciousness. We we only focus on one thing at a time, if we're being honest. Like as a mass consciousness, we focus. When a black person dies, then we focus on Black Lives Matter. And then as soon as something happened overseas, then we focus on that. And it takes attention away from this. And so it, it momentum falls and then nothing gets done. We don't have the focus to really work on the things that need to get to work on everything that needs to get worked on. You know, we don't have the focus to, to okay. I, mean, I don't know. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, we don't have the focus to hold the government accountable to something for long enough long enough for it to matter really in my opinion that's, that's what I see you know but um yeah I don't know like, it just seems to me that, like we've, we've only had folk, we've only been able to focus on one thing at a time for a long time you know like for, for a while now or for like a year or two now it's been COVID like we've been focused on COVID and then for a little bit we were focused on social justice and then it turned to the vaccine and then Delta variant and then we focused on um, we didn't even focus on the Olympics at all I feel like um, and then we focused on Afghanistan for a little bit I'm not 100% sure what's happening over there I've heard a little bit about it not too educated on it so I don't speak on it much but um, and then we turned our focus to Afghanistan for just a little bit just a little bit and then It'll probably be like the new Lambda variant or something next. I don't know. But like, and then even like before COVID, uh, this was like a bit, like way before COVID, like a year or two before COVID. But like then it was Me Too for a little bit, you know? And like, we don't focus long enough to see it through and make sure that the problem has like a legitimate answer, like a legitimate fix. Because um, we just don't, like, we're not. We don't, we're not that good. We don't have that kind of focus or concentration as a mass consciousness when it comes to holding our government accountable to making the changes we need to see. Not enough people have enough of the focus to really make it make that change happen in a sustainable way. I feel like it's like we get a statement or two and then someone says, "All right, we're going to work on it," and then and then we kind of leave it alone. But you know. You gotta apply more pressure than that. Anyway, guys, that's all I have this week. Um, thank y'all for coming and listening to me. That's just how I see it, you know. Q's views. That's what we do. It is what it is. Um, tell your father you love him. I feel like fathers go unappreciated sometimes, man. Y'all tell y'all father you love him. I call my dad tomorrow because it's late tonight. So I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him in the afternoon. Honestly, that's how I end up not calling my dad because I be like, okay. Cause I try to wait to call him until he gets off work, which would be like five, six, seven, you know, around there. And then I be doing other shit, and no, I just forget. So that's how I always end up not calling. Like, I'm gonna set an alarm to call my dad and tell him I love him. All right, y'all, y'all do the same, man. Y'all tell y'all dads y'all love him. All right, cue views. I'm out. <laughs>